Alright, in five, four, three, two, one, and it's lit. But shit, I'm taking off this uh, Papa Tutu mask before I get lit. What's going on? Oh, my bad. So, 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 so how we talk. See, that's what I'm talking about. At least I got somebody in here that talk like me in this so, bitch, you know what I'm saying? Got the slur going on, so you know, we finna relate, you know what I'm saying? And this bitch, what's up, uh, Lit Podcast World out there? You know what I'm saying? I got a special guest again. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for tuning in. Y'all make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe button and make sure you comment. And uh, oh, yeah, shout out to uh, Tribal Flower Farms, you know what I'm saying, for that good. Ooh, wee. So, uh, yeah. Y'all know how I do it. Yeah, shout out to Herb Farms, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all the bullshit. I got, like I said, I got a special guest tonight. You know what I'm saying? You know, and man, nah, fuck that special. Fuck special. Fuck special. Fuck now. Nah, fuck special, nigga. Man, fuck special, nigga. We got a pioneer in here tonight. That's what. That's what we got in here tonight. Legendary. Yeah, legendary. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we. That's what we got. We're gonna turn up tonight, man. We got motherfucking me fat pimp in the building, man. Hey, what good? Man, what's the goddamn deal? You know what I'm saying? How you doing, man? I'm lit, bro. You lit? You show you lit? God, see, you got the blunt in your hand. It's like blunt number four, five, so we were <laughs> <we're> bad. <we're laughs> yeah, 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 already. You know what I'm saying? We gonna get each other right. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do it. In the we get each other right around this bitch. That's how you know you still, bro. When you yeah. can tell your partner, hey, bro, go get that right. <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 nigga. I'm yeah. that partner tell you, like, hey, bro, that's some good. I ain't trying to have them girls hit you with okay. that uh, dragon breath face. Man, so man, y'all already know, man, we finna turn up tonight, man. You know, um, I'ma tell you right now, my shit ain't never scripted. So, you know, a lot of people be asking me to write questions down and shit like that. But yeah. I can't do that, man. I, I just I'm I'm just another nigga, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna tell you like this. We just finna dive in tonight. I'm gonna ask my questions that I really wanna ask. And then I get to wherever this bullshit is over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I probably won't even ask them hoes over there because I really don't like them. Shit, so, so I wanna start, you know what I'm saying, like I do with everybody on my podcast. I like to go back from the start. Like right, right, right. where are you from? You know what I'm saying? When how how did Fat pimp even come about? Like where you where you from? Initially I was born in Houston. Okay. Originally, I said originally I was born in Houston. Then we moved out here to Dallas. And uh, I'm just a product of seven five two three seven. That's what I tell people. Make Ken Wilson Brady again. Right. Redbird, Texas, man. And, and Shout out Redbird. Me. And my whole thing is, bro, that side of town is what, what made me who I am. It's the side of town that that taught me that you know what, man, we got our own club. We got Red Daddies right here. You know, we had uh, White Diamond, White Diamonds over there now. Yeah. Oh, we had the original Diamonds. We had the original Diamonds uh, uh, behind Redburn Mile. That was my first club I ever went to. Right. And just when my music came up, it was really a reflection of what I seen. Right. A reflection of the people I grew up around, a reflection of the people that I run with. Um, that I graduated from uh, shot at Duncanville High School. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, I graduated. Yeah, yeah, I graduated. Well, you, you graduated? Uh, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't saying nothing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, Michael Jackson, you just don't know. Right, I already. I look like it. I graduated a while ago. Yeah. It didn't look like it looked now. Right, right. But you know, they they really doing their thing right now, man. Shout out to them. Yeah. And then I went to TSU, Texas. Yeah, I got some partners when went to uh, fucking Duncanville. You know what I'm saying? Free that nigga sleep. 
You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Kenfo, KD Stacks, and all them. You know what I'm saying? Big E, you know what I'm saying? Rain. Sad my light going out, bro. You got the lit lighter right there. I told you that was the shit. Shout out to Young Nation. They went to Dogsville, too. Yeah, Young Nation went to Dogsville. Yeah, they had them boys out there gigging and shit. Shout out to JJ. He graduated last year. He at UT right now. Okay, shout out to JJ. He brought the football back to the school. Okay, shit, because you know, Dogsville was sleeping for a long time. They was the shit back in the day, coming in that blue and red. You know what I'm saying? They sponsored by Jordan now. Oh, that what? Yeah, shout out to JJ. JJ turned him up, man. Coach Sanders over there, man. God yeah, damn. Shout out to Coach Sanders. Coach Sanders turn it up, then, baby. You know what I'm saying? So like, what what was the story? Like, what what got you interested in music? Probably hearing N.W.A. in my uh, grandmama's basement. In your grandmama's basement? Who was there? Your uncle down there? Nah, man. Uh, it was really. I had. Uh, I got older cousins. They all okay, like 10, okay. 15 years older than me. And um, hearing N.W.A., uh, I remember it was probably like nine, six, nine, five. Mm-hmm. I heard Spice One. Okay. okay. E Forty. Yeah, Spice One. And uh, UGK, cause they always signed the Jive Records. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, I didn't know I was even related to Forty. I didn't understand why they were jamming Forty in the basement. Right. Cause when he was signing them, we would get the packages sent. Mm-hmm. Like, back on the record labs, you just sent posters, right. mm-hmm. CDs and stuff, right. CDs with the little punch hole on them, right. so you knew they were complimentary yeah, on the label yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then when I heard UGK, that pocket full of stones, it was just like, they wait, they from Texas? I could be this, I could produce, I could rap. I knew at that time that I could do this music. I used to rap in front of my family, like uh, when we had that family reunion. Right, right. And you know, family reunions, they used to make the kids dance. I wasn't into the dancing. Some kids could sing, spit their little poetry. Right, right. The, you know, back when they was all uh, black powers. Right? You know, remember yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we had the medallions and yeah, all that, that shit. You know what what was, my family was like, what can you do, Chris? I'm like, not rap. <laughs> <laughs> like, dance like Michael Jackson <laughs> shit. You know, it's yeah. like rapping and, and like saying like curse words in front yeah. of like your, your family. Right, bro. right. I was that kid, bro. Right. Oh, so you want to hear that? You was already yeah, cussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was cussing. I know I was. Yeah, my family was that family where, like, <laughs> I was allowed to cuss, but I wasn't allowed to cuss in front of y'all. Right, right. You did that make sense? Like, if I'm at the house and me and my daddy, I'm on the game, and I'm right. out there, like, man, shit. Right. He ain't gonna be like, hey, chill. But my mama be like, you ain't gonna say nothing to him. Like, hey, don't say that. But, man, my, my family was cool. Chill. Cussing, you know what I'm saying? They already knew what time it was. Yeah, but high school, I was rapping. I was playing baseball at Duncanville, and. I got put out of baseball team my senior year because I had already got put in alternative school. I had like a big old bra, I got put in alternative school, and it was a dude who wanted to battle rap me. Mm-hmm. So when he wanted to battle rap me, man, I was like, man, fuck practice. You, you know remember his name? Nah, hell nah, he no, ain't okay. even important. Oh, okay. man, he ain't important, it don't matter. Nah, nah, <laughs> I, took that, man, look, I took that battle rap shit seriously, man. Right. So I got put out the team, escorted off the field, and then when I graduated, went to TSU, we, man, I, I didn't really think I was gonna be shit in life, bro. But when I got to TSU, I bought a, a gateway computer. That's how long it's been. A gateway computer. Well, you know, gateway computer. That whole fat, you know, big ass screen and shit with them old bullshit yeah. ass speakers. Bro, had a gateway computer, went to uh, uh, Best Buy and bought this program called Cakewalk. Mm. So I didn't tell y'all when I graduated, but you know, K-Walk, well, I know K-Walk. I know K-Walk. I know when you graduated now. Yeah. So I had K-Walk, bro. And, and what I did was, man, I, uh, DJ High C had, had, uh, had like his Tahoe sitting on the yard. And he was playing a little instrumental. I said, man, let me freestyle. He said, wait till I get done, wait till I get done. So it was like, right in his set, I grabbed a microphone, took it from him, started freestyling. And in TSU, they had like the fraternity trees and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's like a little red stoop that where the chapels used to be at. 
So, man, I jumped on the stoop and I'm freestyling Dallas shit, you know what I mean? Right. And when I when I was going, like, one of the cappers kind of, like, threw his, uh, threw his shoulder, like, threw his shoulder at me, like, kind of knocked me out there. Well, I swung at the nigga. And so they all standing in front of us. So, like, just imagine everybody from Dallas is like, that's some Dallas nigga shit right, right there. Right, right. So they were like, man, who is this nigga? Who, 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 man, that's that nigga, uh, is his name like Fat Pimp or something like that? Next thing you know, everybody coming to my dorm room, man. They recording in my dorm room, bro, and I just got popping in Houston. That college life, what's that college life like? Bro, it's like, first of all, you away from your parents, away from rules, you got to on your own, uh, you got access to all the girls who've been sheltered their whole life, bro. Shelter? You sure they shelter? They shelter, bro. Okay, that shelter can't look like what I heard about that. I ain't gonna drop no names, bro. Don't be judging I heard a girl daddy tell, tell, tell my partner, what took me 18 years to create took you two weeks to destroy. If you catch my drift, she was pregnant, man, within like two weeks, bro, like being down there, bro. Um, fuck the life up, bro, nigga. Black colleges, man, all access, bro. All access in black colleges, man. It was, yeah. it was lit. It was parties every day. Black bands. Right. Um, man, it just was lit, bro. And then if you rap, they take your music. If you jam, they take your music back to wherever they from. So how this, so, so how this trans, so you saying they taking your music back to wherever you from. So how this translate for you into your music? And uh, the first the first break I got was BET uh, Black Cottage Tool Camp. I got in there, I won a battle rap. I was on Rap City for like three weeks. And then they were showing the commercial every week with me winning. Mm -hmm. So people started noticing me at uh, A&M commercials with my brother went to right. school at. And then, uh, shout out to my cousin D-Ray from Hot Hills. He uh, was with Tum Tum one day and he was playing some beats. Tum Tum and Big Tuck heard the beats. Right. And they ended up jumping on one of my beats. Mm. So, Tom first thing he said on the track was, my nigga Fat Pimp on the track. So, to, when the CDs used to come out, you know, we go bottom hole. Right, right. So, we ride and everybody like, damn, this nigga just shining you out. I'm like, oh, what? And when I heard it, it was like the, it was like the push I needed, bro. Right. So, they start rapping on my beats. I go back to TSU telling everybody, I say, look, I'm finna be the producer and the rapper. So, you, so, okay, so let's back up here. All right, so, hmm. you in college. Mm -hmm. And... You started making beats. So you were making beats before you got to college. I was making beats since I went to uh, went to Nuggetfield. I had a uh, I had a shit called a DR eight or eight oh eight DR. It was either DR eight like or DR two. Yeah, it was old school. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I had that bitch. That rolling bitch. Yeah, that rolling. I got that yeah. bitch out eBay. When eBay yeah. first came out, I had that hoe. I just wasn't that good at it. Then when I got to uh, TSU, Napster was popping. Right. I downloaded Fruity Loops. I had seen uh, this white boy talking about Fruity Loops on MTV. Right. So I used to pay attention to what the white boys was doing mm -hmm. on, the, on the music show. I heard him say something about Fruity Loops. Right. Downloaded Fruity Loops and realized it was a, it was a, it was a pattern maker. Right. I already knew that if I got wave files, I could bring them in. Bring them in. Now. So boom, I had I seen the MPC that I wanted. It was uh, it was twenty five hundred. I had the money. Right. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna just make my own beats. Right. So I started making my own beats. So what was your first project? What was like the first time you was like, you know, got down like I'm writing a song, this bitch sound good, and I'm finna hey, really record it. Freshman year at TSU, we had this little group called TMW, Texas Most Wanted, and we dropped a little freestyle seed for Homecoming. Okay. I took that bitch to Duncanville Homecoming and had probably about 300 CDs and sold out that bitch. <laughs> and wow. the CDs, the people that, that that's different, that's a different word, y'all, the yeah. CDs, you know what I'm saying? The CDs, you know what I'm talking Check about? Check this out, though. This how old it was. We pressed up our own covers. Like I had a printer. Right. And we used to buy them little labels. It'd be like six of them on each sheet. Mm -hmm. And we sat there and put the stomper on them hoes, bro. We did 300. Sold out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everybody was like, man, this nigga Chris really taking off. Got back to uh, TSU, nigga. And it was like, 
Once people see you grinding and you different than everybody else, they treat you different. So one BT, I start hosting all the talent shows. Fast forward to 2006, I made the beat to Rack Daddy. We didn't have no hook to it. Shout out to Andre Him, God bless the dead, man. He Shout was, out. We was at Rack Daddy's, bro, and um, they was out there dancing and stuff, and I was just like, I'm finna take this shit back to Houston and turn that bitch into some money. Did the song. We didn't even have uh, the song Mix and Master when it hit the radio, bro. Right. That bitch was just taking off, bro, man. Like all of us. Yeah, 2007, man. <laughs> right. That was like the best year of my so life. So 2007, bro. this is the jump off. You coming from TSU. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You coming from the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the rap battle, BET. And then now you producing yourself. Right. Okay. So now, in this process of Rack Daddy, mm -hmm. Like what was the <clears throat> what was the pipeline process like? Who was you touching on it? Who what Look, individual was you I working with? I keep it real with you. It, it, our circle was small. It was it was me, my brother Jodine, my partner Big Rod, even Thrill Folk, and my partner Ray Pa. Ray Pa really like our kin folk. You know what I'm saying? We all got the same mutual partner. We all like blood. You know what I'm saying? So we had a little, we had a little gang called YG. And YG, bro, no cap, bro. We probably used to hit the club a hundred deep. Right. On the minimum. Riddle City was like, nigga, you, you go to Riddle City, nigga, we don't know you, nigga, we still around. Type shit, yeah. We did I'm Getting Money. We originally did I'm Getting Money, just me and my brother. One of our little OG partners died on Keith Pope, and uh, we put up in Willoughby Apartments, you know what I'm saying, in Woodtown, and we with Ray, everybody kind of in their feelings and shit, so we took Ray to the studio the next day, and boom, we did the, the original, the, the final version of I'm Getting Money. He took that bitch back to the hood, that bitch, everybody knew the bitch word for word by the end of the week. So it goes from studio to the hood, Rag Daddies, Rhythm City, um, Nairobi's, all them type of clubs that we was going to. Right, right, everybody the pipeline. Bro, yeah. so we was we started again, we had the YG picnic one year and we, we performed that bitch, everybody knew the words, so people getting that little footage, not the camera footage, but people still had the little cameras and stuff, right, and right. next thing you know, that shit started taking off. This is when shit started getting good because now I got the radio asking for it in Dallas, I got the radio asking for Rag Daddy while I'm in Houston, so I got both songs blowing up at the same time. Right. And once both of them songs hit the billboards at the same time, I'm in the meeting with these labels, they looking at me like, wait, 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 how you got two songs charting at the billboards at the same time? It had never been done before. Right, right, right. And so that's the reason why when I talk to people, I say, y'all really can't tell me about being a pioneer or innovator if y'all ain't never done things that the record labels is like, how did you do this? Right. So. And this, and this and this is with no machine. This is I haven't got signed. This, you ain't even got signed. This is this is straight off of uh, Skip Cheeto. Uh, shout Kip. out Skip. Yeah, shout out to Skip. Shout out to Candelaria over there. At, um, well, he used to be a '97 '9. Throw down sound. Throw down uh, sound. That's my nigga that died. Nate Quick. Yeah, shout, shout out to Nate. R.I.P. Quick. You know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, 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 bro. We then when they when they used to do like. It wasn't Street Swag Sunday then, it was like something else where uh, uh, I don't know, it was a Crunk and a Dunkin' or something. It was something. No, 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 it was, it was something like, something like, like that. that though, yeah. but it wasn't Crunk and a Dunkin', but yeah. it was something like something, the, yeah. yeah, something like that, yeah. You had to, and then they would play your song, and people had to call in and say like they liked like it. Like, yeah, uh-huh. Man, every, just imagine 100% every time was for us. Right. So I'm getting money, blew up her. We going uh, high school, high school in Houston doing Rack Daddy shows, like, their books for pet rallies. I did a bar mess for Sweet 16. Kinsignettas, all that shit. So now, everybody in Houston's like, man, this fat pimp nigga got this badass song called Rack Daddy. And the reason why I tell niggas like, y'all really can't compare to me is because y'all don't know what it's like to be in Houston performing Rack Daddy to a bunch of screwheads. Right, they don't know shit about Rack right. Daddy. See, when you in Dallas, a nigga do a song called Rack Daddy, she be like, oh, she must be talking about that old clip shit. Yeah. Where in Houston, niggas is standing there like this, like, like staring at you while you perform. Right, right. 
right. nigga, we used to like perform and look at niggas and be like, bro, what the fuck is you looking at? And then we still off on niggas in the club, bro. Why we blow on, on blood, bro, on my mama, bro. Yeah. We done, we done fought a lot of niggas at shows, bro, on stage, yeah. bro. But what happens is, niggas start saying shit like, man, I ain't really with that dance shit, but shit, I don't lie, I kinda like that hoe. Them niggas be hitting that hoe. Right, right, and it right. go from that shit to all the women is on, the, on you know, they ride dick, man. Right. They just, that bitch blew up, man. And by the grace of the most high, bro, I was able to. Live out some of my, my, my fantasies, bro, my dreams, man. Fucking with that, you know, the rap daddies and shit, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that was, that I was the big... I I've been doing some talking. Shit, because at that, that time, that shit was lit, shit. Y'all was, um, was making a lot of noise, because I know I was sitting back, you know, after, uh, you know, Get It Bitch, starting to, you know... There take, was no, there was nothing out but Get It Bitch, My Dougie, and Check Out My Lean. Wait a minute, no, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, I thought it was uh, Lil Joe. No, no, no. Why do that? See, shout out to OG. See, I'm going to break it down for you. Joe, to me, was ahead of his time. He was. And see, everybody kind of just try to, like, um, take credit for who did this. I'm not gonna, I can't really say who was first, but I know when I first heard uh, Lil Joe's song, uh -huh. it wasn't even in the mix with all the Boogie records. Lil Joe shit was, like, the first one. Like, this was, like, the first of its kind. It was an underground record. Right. Mm-hmm. Years later, niggas start bringing that shit in and realize, like, damn, bro was really cranking that shit up. Right. That might have been the first one. You know how they got, like, the first bounce record that might not be even in the mix? Right. To me, um, that little Joe record was the first. Right. And then when they get it, bitch, uh, check out my name, my Duggan, them was the only record that was out. Oh, yeah, check out my name. And I ain't gonna, see, see, I'm one of them niggas, I'm a realist, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. But Trey D was out, too. Man, but. Got a bitch. No, but see, that wasn't even. No that, boogie. That's not boogie, bro. That no. was just the street anthem. The street anthem, But yeah. when we talk about, when we talk about, they gotta stand something, bro. What's popping in Dallas ain't what's popping in Houston, bro. True. Once you get True. to Houston, you know who's getting the shows. Facts. Because Facts. get it, bitch, uh, that, that record, you play that record even to this day, it's still on that radio. Right. They're recurrent. That's classic. You know what I'm saying? My Dougie is a recurrent. You dig what I'm saying? Red yep. Daddy is a recurrent. Yep. If you ain't a recurrent Facts. record, don't talk to me about if your record was a hit record. Right. I know what a hit record is. It wasn't a recurrent. Right, for real. Right. So, yeah. them was the only records that was out. So, when I got blessed to have. A club record like Rag Daddy, and then a street record like I'm getting money. Right. Nigga, the, nigga, the, the doors start opening up. Bro. Right. Then this why this why him with the curveball. See, I had a promo CD. Tusk got it. Q got it. DJ uh, Magic got it. DJ Lil E got it. Definition Lil E. DJ Lil E got it. Them niggas had it. And on this promo CD had Rag Daddy, I'm getting money, rolling off of X. Mm -hmm. Um, this record called Lollipop and some other record. I can't think of the name of it. So just think if I hand that to a DJ, then I just got five records. I'm like, yeah, it's called the Buy Hard Promo CD. I got one copy left in my T. Jones uh, right. stores. And people started playing Rolling Off of X just because I'm getting money and Red Daddy was jamming. Right. I never put out Rolling Off of X. That bitch just started going. Right, because it was a, you, you put it out yeah, there. Yeah, but even that, bro, <clears throat> niggas wasn't even talking about doing drills, nigga, on songs, bro. Right, right. I ain't, I'm not glorifying getting doing right, drugs, right, but I'm right, just keeping right. it real, bro. It's like, niggas and daddies was the only time I smoking weed. Everything was, uh, smoke with you, and smoke with me. Everything was slowed down, right. sipping drink, nigga. Nigga, I told my brother, I said, nigga, we do drugs, nigga. We do beans, yeah, beans, really. jiggles, nigga. Yeah. I'm finna make this beat, nigga, and watch this hoe go. Right. I pulled up at Minyards on Big Roddy, said, said, bro, listen to this hook. We son that hoe in the car. I'm gonna record that bitch, man. We knew it, we knew we wasn't making music for the radio. We was making music for our niggas, bro. Right. And well, once it was just around it. Right, so our music went from 75237 to 75232, all the way to 304, best for less, and then it bounced over to Hollywood Hills. And once it got old Cliff and shit, 
it started trending everywhere else. Man, I remember doing shows at Cert and Boosie, mm. we be open up for Boosie and shit. Boosie, Sir. he might have had a good uh, response, but nigga, nigga, all my YG niggas, we don't stay 100 deep, nigga. Right. Nigga, we was turning that hoe up. Was deep back in the yeah, day. we turned that hoe up, man. And, and it just, it got to the point where, who was that, YG and DF Dub? Yeah, DF Dub. That trap boy friend, you know what bro? Yeah, uh -huh. I remember yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember shit. But yeah, so all that shit was popping, bro. It was really overwhelming, bro. I didn't know this shit was gonna be this big, bro. Well, well, none of us knew this shit was gonna be this big, but it was big, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's and that's what I wanna say to before I even talk about your transition, I wanna talk about like what is it that you always wanted to be besides music? Was it something else that you had like Baseball. Baseball? Baseball, bro. Oh you oh you Bro, I always wanted to play baseball, bro, because I always knew that it wasn't a lot of blacks playing. Right. And I always said to myself, I was gonna graduate high school and go straight to the pro. That was like my dream. Right. When that shit got shattered, I was like, shit, what I'm gonna be, bro? I don't know how to do nothing else, bro. Right. And who inspired? So who, so who inspired you? Ken Griffin. Ken Griffin. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, you talking about? What you talking about? Nah. I guess I should let you finish. You talking about baseball? Nah, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> shit. Yeah, on baseball. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it, was, it was three people. It was really Ken Griffin. He's trying to burp and cough at the same time. <laughs> yeah, he like that, bro. <laughs> Ken Griffin Jr., uh, Barry Bonds. And it's a nigga named Cecil Fielder. Mm -hmm. And see, my family from Michigan, bro. Right. So it's like, I grew up like in Detroit shit too, you know what okay. I mean? Like, shout out to like the Dayton family. Yeah, yeah, Dayton yeah, family. Yeah, Dayton family. That was yeah. the shit. Yeah, bro. Uh, uh, MC Breed. Yeah, MC Breed. Yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. MC Breed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Seeing three blacks that I grew up uh, watching, they was playing baseball, they was good too. Right. Always on the All Star team, home run derby. I used to be like, man, I said, I want tag on these white boys, man. Right. That was that, that was really my goal. Even when I watch baseball now, I can't even watch it because like I should be doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. Nah, shit. That's how I be shit sometimes. When they already have another another avenue and shit, niggas like yeah. fuck it, I can't even go that route. Shit, I gotta go this route, but shit. But I think the music worked out for you because now let's talk about that transition now. Mm -hmm. Now it's like you now you pass Rack Daddy. Yeah. And everything like that. What was the labels? You, I know the labels was coming to you. I know that you know yeah. things were panning out. Like, what, what did Rack Daddy take you to the next level? Were you still trying to push up out the house and everything, or did or did it land you a deal? I had a deal, two thousand eight. I got signed Warner Brothers. Got signed Warner Brothers, and um, I don't really want to go into details on all the bullshit that happened. But at the right. end of the day, it was just some the powers that be. Um, Dropped me from the label. I had got a cease and desist from somebody. Uh, Cause the person I was doing business with uh, on the investing side, they kind of had some other shit going on. And I ended up losing the deal with Warner Brothers. But it's funny how you lose the deal with Warner Brothers, you start gaining respect all the other labels and shit. Because right. even though they know that, all the labels know when they drop you. Right. But when people still see you grinding, doing your thing, and kind of still maintaining on the independent side, right. I'm still getting on the billboard charts with no label. Right. So all the labels see that, now they start calling 09. 09, they didn't call in the beginning, called closer to 2010 because when I came out and, and really birthed the new club sound, yeah. B, B King came out. Yeah, B King came out. The Row mm -hmm. came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, the Row yeah. came out. Yeah, he has started doing his thing. Shout out to my bro. Yeah. Uh, Trillian, Prince Rick, all the other niggas start coming out. But what happens is I still get opportunities to go to the other labels. Memphis offered me a deal with uh, Jive through his committee. Um, 
uh, a job offered me a single deal right when China Boy had that uh, I look good song. Yeah, I, look I good. turned that shit down because I was on. I really was arrogant. I was like, man, I don't want to do no single deal. Right. And then job ended up folding. The week I'm getting ready to sign with job, me and Fix and uh, his committee, they fold. Mm. So they lost Trey D, R.P. Huey. Uh, party boys, you know what I mean? Shit, I think K Michelle's still over yeah, there. Yeah, shit, yeah, bro. Party boys, shout out yeah. to man, say, damn. Crazy, Damn, you right in the mix there, sir. Yeah. I mean, the label shit always gonna come when you got a hot record. Right, that's true. I tell yeah. all the artists nowadays, don't worry about uh, impressing the label, because once your record go and your record is doing what it's supposed to do, the label's gonna cop. Right, right. Yeah, guarantee they're gonna so, come. So, like, what's, let's talk about, like, because I know the fans, they wanna know too. They wanna know what's the process to even making a record hot, or what's the, what's the, Pipeline they gotta go through to even get it in certain people's hands to even say like, oh man, this is a hit record. Nowadays it's different, bro. Right. My generation it was you had to master it. Just right, 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 right. record it, mix it, <laughs> right. Get it to the hot DJ. If he can't get it to the hot DJ, get it to his uh his lower staff. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because the lower staff is the ones that's gonna end up being your partners anyway. Right, 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 right. The niggas just doing the whole in the wild. Right. You know the, uh, right, the after right. hours. You know right. Dallas niggas. We do right. after hours. Yeah, we got after hours. Yeah, we after hours. Um, and after that, once, once you get the uh, club DJs on the radio, people gonna dick ride. They gonna be like, damn, what's that hot song we heard right. while we was at the happy hour? Right. Next thing know, you're on the radio. Right. Nowadays, it's come up with something viral, mm -hmm. let it catch, you blow up, everybody dick ride and cosign, everybody <laughs> fucking with you their whole life. That's just crazy. Nigga, look at Erica Banks, bro. <laughs> Erica Banks, literally, got with um, um, Crawford shot him 15 on 1. And I remember when she first got with them, they hated on her. Right, right. She thinks she made the stay. Blah, 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 made the stay. Right, right. Next right. thing you know, she dropped this old viral song about everybody doing a busted challenge. Right. My mama asked me about everybody. the busted challenge, nigga. Everybody I'm doing the busted challenge. To see, to see her name on the charts, number see? two up under uh, making the stay. See, and she deserved it, man. Time, she gonna go up. Yeah. Man, why, man, do man. Compare, thing, why do we even compare? My thing why do we even compare them to? I don't know why they compare. That shit, they just why? black women. They black they women. They do that to the women, period, and that shit is annoying as fuck. Like yeah. it can be multiple. I don't. Parts. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they can have multiple. You know parts. Yeah. It can yeah. be multiple people that post white, and they always try to compare. So that, yeah, that shit crazy. I, I mean, I just feel like, you know, sometimes, but we do know how labels do things, though, too. Yeah, we, we know we know how competitive labels are. We know how what type of position labels put people in. And we know, too, how the, how the machine moves you to the top. You know what I'm saying? It's control like, that shit, bro. Right. Yeah, it's all control. Like, and everybody know that. You know what I'm saying? But if you got the, if your cash is right, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, hey, shit, hey, you can get wherever you're trying to go to. You know what I'm saying? But, so... Like, like, let's let's talk about Fat Pimp. Like, yeah, the world they they want to know like who is Fat Pimp? Man, I'm probably like one of the most humble, most humble people you ever gonna meet, bro. I'm like one of those people where if I got a show, I'm gonna be in the crowd. Right. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be smoking blunts with the local niggas. I'm gonna right. be figuring out what side of town I need to go to when I leave here. Because I'm one of, I don't like I want to I don't like being by myself. Right. I grew up really by myself, so I don't like being nowhere by myself. I like to be around people. I'm a, I ain't no friendly nigga, but I'm a, but I'm a people person. Right, you people person. Sense. That shit, they ain't no yeah, wrong. That I, like, shit. I like to I like to get around people. If they got good energy, we gonna vibe. Right, right. Um, you know, I'm a tequila connoisseur. I was telling bro, I said, man, I love tequila, bro. 
I love my kids. I love being around other people's kids too. Right. I like being around kids so I can pick their brain. Right. Ask some old random ass questions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Cause they gonna keep you up to date yeah, though. Man, I got they my, gonna keep you up to date, man. I got my kids, I got my oldest son playing football, right? Uh-huh. All his friends, they daddy them, is telling them, man, y'all know who uh uh Coach Chris is over there? And I'm, I'm like, man, y'all please don't do that before these 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 19 year olds. They say, man, his name is Fat Pimp. I don't know what this, this Chris shit is he telling me. And I'm sitting over there like, I'm really over here, um, I'm really over here shadowing because I want to do the real coaching next year. This right. is like my first year on the sideline or whatever. Right. And I'm, I got to explain to uh, my 10 year old, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey man, stop telling them your daddy name Fat Pimp. You know what I'm saying? Because then, no, I don't, I don't want to like to be there. But that's always been my downfall. I always try to downplay who I am as an artist. Right. If I go somewhere and my name Chris, they be like, man, that nigga name Fat Pimp, man. I don't know why he act like that. <laughs> and look, that my um my business partner, he said this shit a little less than a month ago. He said, I asked him, what you think my downfall is? He said, for me, he said you too approachable. He said you too accessible. That was the main thing. He said, right. bro, he said like you act too much like a normal nigga. My wife tell me that shit every day. She said, why do you act like a regular nigga? If I got a VIP section, bro, right. if a promoter bring me out, as soon as that bottle comes, and I see everybody drinking this shit, I slide the fuck on down and go walk around the club, bro. I don't need no bound. Security guard, like, you need, I don't need no goddamn security guard. Right? Like, I don't like that shit. I don't like, mm-hmm. I, it's not that I don't like the attention. Right. I just don't never want nobody to say, man, that whole ass nigga think he better than us. Nah, I don't right. think I'm better than y'all. I think I'm one of y'all. Right. But that's a gift and a curse because mm-hmm. every single rapper that's successful, you gotta have some type of uh, sneak about You gotta have something yeah. that you can't touch me. Right. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's been my downfall because most niggas will be like, man, how do we get on the radio? You think we should call XYZ? The hell nah, he ain't got his number. They're like, one nigga will be like, shit, I'll call Fab Pim, he gonna answer. Right. And I'll answer the phone. Right. But if I was in LA, and I was around them type of niggas. They be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's a that's a consultant, that's a consultant little fee. We got you got to pay for that. Right. Me, mm-hmm. I'm the type of I, I tell them, but that's Somebody the reason why I've true. never yeah. like got. I really never got yeah. the uh, the finances for a lot of shit because I've always been too too uh, too friend. Not gonna say friendly. I've been too um, just too nice, bro. Right. That's mm-hmm. the best way to put it. But see, but goddamn me, shit. Sometimes that, we, that, we have to learn our value, man. Yeah, yeah, and appreciate our, appreciate ourselves and, and not be afraid to. They say Tupac would come back off the road in Oakland. Mm-hmm. This nigga be in the after house, bro. Yeah. He was one of them type of niggas, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. They said he was going around giving money to the homeless, just yeah. walking around, just yeah, put yeah. people in this houses and everything. Yeah, shit called crash pads or mm-hmm. some shit like that where you was yeah, yeah, around. Yeah, shit, real shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he be fucking with uh, Tupac's sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Yeah, 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 but this nigga right here, man, it's, like, it's a lot of shit we can yeah. say. It's a lot of yeah, shit, you know man. what I'm saying? Man, it's a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't really put you out like that. I'm just saying, but they, I'm talking about they working right now. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, I had to put that out there, though, because that's a good thing. But, you know, anyway, um, like, how did you, how, okay, like, okay, so now you get away from from all this, Warner and everything. How did you hook up with Lil Ronnie? And, and Trey Ward and everything, because what y'all had going on at that time was very, very beautiful. Especially y'all dropped a lot of videos too, at at such a small time though. Right. It was a small time frame because, because I know I remember going in the hood. I could, you know what I'm saying, in the clip. Every time I go right over to the corner store, you know what I'm saying. What's name? Have all them CDs that you put in the car to play the videos. Yeah. And here are you here? Dirty water, dirty water, dirty yeah. water. I was living in LA. 
2015. Um, I had just beat a case. It was a lot of bullshit going on, so I moved there like me and my cousin right here, and we stayed in our kinfolk crib in Hollywood. Right, 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 right. And I was out there, nigga, like, I, I, I told my teacher, nigga, I'm never coming home. Never. I said, I would never leave L.A. because L.A. was everything I had always wanted to see. Right. Got a phone call from my old manager saying, man, I got this company, want to sign you. In my head, I'm like, I heard this shit before. Right. I'm starting to have an attitude like I'm washed. It's not going to work no more. Right. I had just came off tour with YG, mm. heard I was going to get signed to Def Jam. That shit didn't go through. And Jay White, was, was me and him was kind of like in L.A. together, but we didn't like link up because he trying to come up. I'm trying to get my shit going. Right. You're about to put the deuce to Jay yeah, White. Yeah, Jay yeah, White. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Jay White. That, that, that boy nice. Yeah, so we had, me and Jay White had already had a catalog together, but we we ain't really what we need to be. Right. So get the phone call. He said, man, fly back to Dallas. He said, I promise this is going to be it's gonna be like what you're waiting. This is a situation. This ain't no, you an artist. This is a situation. I said, I could. Came home, met Dirty Water. And as soon as I met him, I was just like, oh, hell yeah. This is this is what I've been waiting on. I right. finally got, I finally got the, uh, the look that I've been wanting. Okay. So okay. it goes. It, it takes me from being just a uh, a rapper that had some songs to mm -hmm. now it's time to be a boss because I already had Trey Ward in my pocket. I right. met Trey Ward on, on on a video shoot with uh you know Lil Peace. Yeah, uh, you talking about uh from Cloud Records and shit. Yeah, Cloud. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did a remix to Hit the Dance Floor. Yeah, Hit the Dance Floor. Yeah. I pull up to uh, whoever house we was at. Trey Ward, Daddy was there. Shout out to Mike Dub. He was there. Mike Dub, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Well, and Trey Ward was just there. <laughs> Trey Ward was, and you know he's so, um, he's such an introvert, bro. Right, That's the right. Word. He's well, so, he, so he, yeah, he, he just, to he, himself. Man, he to himself, bro. Yeah. Dude was sitting there, I'm looking at him, I'm like, I'm not, he don't look like no artist, bro. But they talking to me like, yeah, his son, this, this, and that. And usually when I hear that, I'm like, okay. I was thinking Young Nation. I thought when I popped it in, it was going to be some, something like, nah, 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 nah. Right, right. Shit. That all came on, nigga. I was, <laughs> I looked at the, I looked at, looked at the uh, DVD player like, dog, this can't be this nigga in here. When I heard him for the first time, yeah, I was like, nigga, do you know who your dad is? Yeah, nigga? I'm like, duh, man. You know what I'm saying, nigga? You over here singing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn. I said that shit sound good in the bro. Yeah, shit good. Look, I heard some before Bryson Tiller, before all those. Those type of artists and shit, right. you know them, them type like right. that. Uh -huh. Trey Ward was already pumping that music out. Right. Yeah, he was. That, so, he had that ain't I have something like that single. Oh, uh, it, it's called anymore. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah check this out. Yeah, See, this yeah. is this is this is why everything comes. So mine, Jay White, my nigga, that's my brother. Right. So we, the beat that uh, Trey Ward was on was a uh, SoundCloud beat. Mm. So we took the uh, vocals, went to Jay White. Jay White recooked that hoe up. Mm. So when you press play on it now. It's boom, 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 too many nights of it. He hit that hoe. You know oh, what I'm okay, saying? Jay White okay. made the beat. Oh. So check. <laughs> this is why I tell people, like, this is this is why I say some things are just, God, just God's work. There had never been an artist from Dallas that had been in full rotation since uh, Trilly and Prince Rick. I think Thoreau had another record, but they weren't playing nobody. No, no, they this is when nobody. everybody was beefing with the radio and all right, that. Right, right. Uh, they, they took a chance on Trey Ward. My record was my record was charted out of town. I had right. I had uh oh popping. Right. Uh oh, Jay White. Uh oh, yeah. Jay White produced yeah. that. That was me. And I put him on the hook, so it's like, yeah. so it's us. We doing our thing on the urban and the rhythmic side right. of the radio. But when Trey Ward hit, nigga, I'm talking about all the labels was copping. And I always wonder what ever happened to that shit, like, cause y'all was making like y'all three, just y'all three on Dirty See, Water. I didn't even mention Ronnie yet. 
Yeah, I know you. Ronnie, ain't. look, Ronnie was like one foot in, one foot out of his other situation. I brought Ronnie to the table. Me and my partner Cash brought him to the table. Got him going with dirty water. Next thing you know, bro, it's like it's we looking like we really looking like the situation. I got a video from House of Blues where we were all performing. Yeah, the Beezy was backstage. You know what I'm saying? Other artists was backstage, bro. And it was like when I look at it now, it's like it's crazy because you never knew these people that was backstage with you was gonna be the next ones up. Right. You right, know what I'm right. saying? So we doing our thing, but the problem with the whole dirty water situation was um, it was just too many people trying to be the uh, be the boss, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about, talking about the people on the label. I'm just talking about people who work for the label. Everybody, mm -hmm. this person wants to do this. This person wants to do this, but do it that way. And just, right. shit just end up not working out. And we opened up King of Diamonds. Mm -hmm. So I kind of bagged off the whole music shit, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I got a whole project called Long Way From Care Wisdom, bro, that I dropped. But I was working at King of Diamonds, bro. We owned, we were like the only black owners of a strip club yeah. in Dallas, bro. Right. I'm at King of Diamonds five, six days a week. I ain't give a shit about no music because I'm nigga, I'm I'm pulling in cash now. Why right, you pulling in cash? So we got King of Diamonds. Mm -hmm. Then um, what happened after that? Fuck, we opened Pink Lounge and shit. Then it just kind of started getting to. Do you still rap? Not knowing, I still got records on the radio. It's just that y'all don't really realize it's me because I'm promoting other bullshit that ain't got nothing right. to do with no music. What you got? What twelve? What twelve? No, what, what ten? Ten, eleven? On Billboard, like on, on singles on Billboards? Nah, album's out right now. Ain't it? Well, you got sing. I know you got a couple singles. I got a, the thing is, bro. I know you dropped a couple singles. I got a lot. I have a lot of singles, bro. Right. I probably got more singles than I do. I, I can't. I don't really know the numbers, man. Right. But it's a lot. Every year since 2008, I've had a record on the on the Billboards, either chart like on the top 100s or whatnot. Right. The only year I didn't have that was last year in 2019. Right. And that was like. A wake up call for me, right? Because I'm sitting here watching, you know, like yellow. I'm watching yellow do his thing. I'm watching right. uh, 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 uh do their thing in right. Houston. It's kind of starting to make me have this, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I, I fuck up by mm -hmm. trying to do business, right? Instead of doing music and shit, man. So that's the reason. So, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm glad you said that. You know what I'm saying? Because for artists, let's talk about business. The business. That's my. That's my. That's that's my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like. What? How you? How? How do? How do you conduct business like for an artist? Like if an artist really is trying to get out here, like they talking, like say I'm trying to get. How? How? I know they like how he got his stuff on the billboard. How he? You know what did he do to even get it on billboards? How he's even? How does artists even get to the to this uh, to this even status? What? What is? What is the mechanism to make that even um, occur? Nowadays, you can just YouTube. You can Google everything. Right. Nowadays, there's no excuse why you don't know something. Right. Nowadays, there's no excuse why you don't know who you can reach out to. We got Clubhouse. Right. Clubhouse, right now, I can get on there and find somebody. They said they jump. Yeah, it's jumping, bro. And we sliming in Dallas, bro. We taking yeah. over the rooms yeah. in Dallas, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? But They need to invite me in the room, goddamn uh, me. So, what, what, the way it goes nowadays, man, you get your shit popping, man, and you handle your business. Nowadays, these 17-year-old niggas, uh -huh. they more smarter than the niggas that's 40. All of them, most of them got to, most, some of them got they, they got they, well, now nah, a lot of them kids got publishing. I seen a lot of these kids got they, know how to do ass care, I know how to do sound exchange. Yeah. These niggas they, is rich. That's why you can't tell them shit. When they rich at 19, 20, right. they gonna look at you like, 
Like, you can't, you really can't tell me shit, bro. Half of these niggas coming uh-huh. out richer than the old niggas. Call you up. When we start calling you up, niggas give it up. They come out richer than the old, some of these old niggas. Yeah. They ain't got more guns than you. Like, shit, nigga, that, that's the gun on Call of Duty. Nigga, where you get that from? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? The gun come from the field. Yeah, you know they drop it off every time. I already know, know how they go. Whenever yeah. I see niggas with big old weirdo ass guns, yeah. say, get a nigga six months. Man, them players be coming right over and drop the <laughs> Y'all need to better wake up stop thinking these guns. Guns is randomly falling from the sky, bro. Right. They be brand new too. Right. Oh, Mr. Fizz, bro. Man, for real, man. Like, them all, like, I'm telling you, it's, it's wild out here. So, what's like, okay, so, what what Fat Pimp do to, like, chill? Like, what, what what makes Fat Pimp, like, just relax and just say, you know, like, I'm finna get away from mm-hmm. the world and this is what I do to chill out? Mm-hmm. Shit, my wife. Right. Y'all just kick it, shit. That's my best friend. Right. And what? Mm. This real talk is my best friend. We, oh, do, really? we do everything, man. And that's your biggest supporter. Yeah. Oh, really? She's biggest supporter of my T John. Right. My T John don't even support me, bro. Damn, shit. Hell, Never I, have, nigga. Right. Never have. My T John was like one of the ones she don't believe in that shit. Right. She think that music dead in. And why you think they think the music dead in? What, what, what's old the, what, school mentality. Old school mentality, but it's really money in it. It don't matter old school mentality is. Uh, graduate high school, go to college, get a job, get married, then have kids, go to church every Sunday, Monday punch a clock, listen to what the crack of tears do. Don't don't do no don't do nothing else. Just keep it just keep it this way. You gotta realize, bro, I'm not the typical nigga. I grew up in a, a two parent household, bro. And I didn't understand that shit how much of a blessing that was until I got older. And I understand why my pops used to always tell me, like, you know, why are you gangbanging? Like, why are you doing stupid shit? For me, it was like, nigga, like, I just, I just, I bought none. I had a typical dad's nigga mentality. Right. It's like, bought none for eight hours. Like, shit, nigga, shit, you don't like that nigga? I don't like nothing that stood out for me, right, nigga. Right. That's how we all, bro. Right. Like, but my dad, now that I'm older, my dad used to always tell me, bro, like, don't be the one on that put the gun in his lap when y'all get pulled out. I didn't understand that shit. He used to tell me that shit when I was young. After I was like 15, he said that shit to me. Don't be the one that they put the gun in his lap when y'all get pulled over until that shit happens. It's like you get rolled over and a nigga who already a, a two-time loser and shit, right. he get pulled over, he throw the gun in your lap, right. throw the up on your seat, that shit happened. Now, now you got to That shit changed my life. It made me realize, bro, I can't, I can't trust nobody, bro. Right, right. Cause you put a gun on me, nigga, for what? Nigga, that's your, that's your burn, that's your right. chore. My rule was, nigga, if we all sell uh, pills, bro, shit, that's you your, shit. your chores, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it ain't sure, it ain't sure. I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm not like, sure these are my balls, nigga, right. but <laughs> shit, nigga, you better take this gun charge, nigga. I want to shout out to Hot Sun, man. Shout out to Hot Sun, man, from Louisiana, man. I want to say that, man, that was a real ass nigga, man. I remember one time, we was in Irving, man. Never forget, we was in the studio and we was cooking up late, late, late at night, nigga. I'm talking about getting high in the bitch. And we was like, I was like, man, I really didn't want to leave the studio from Irving because you know how Irving Laws is. And he was like, come on, big dog, I'm going to take you to the house. So I was like, all right. So I got down there almost, you know what I'm saying? I got some weed on me, you know what I'm saying? And, um, man, nigga, we rolling down Irving Boulevard, Laws, whoo, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, he was like, shit, say big dog, give me your weed. I was like, huh? He was like, hell nah, nigga, you be doing our music and everything, we need you to be safe. He was like, give me your weed, big dog. You know what I'm saying? And he took the charge for me. Yeah. 
My nigga took the charge from me. That's a real ass nigga. And I want to just say, you know, to the end, shout out, high son. You know what I'm saying? But we back to my nigga. Shout uh, out to that nigga again. Yeah. yeah. Bro, yeah. I been in a car with niggas, but niggas played crazy. Like, I don't right. know who's going to that nigga. Officer, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no, sir. You know, niggas have been, you know, niggas have been in jail about right, it. Right. No, sir. No, sir. They turned it. Oh, nigga, this your gun, bro. Right. Bro, I, I, I would. I would. The worst feeling is when that cop say, one of y'all is going to take the charge with his gun. Who gun is it, bro? And you sitting there looking at this nigga. What's some misconceptions they got about Fat Pimp out here? What you think? Do you think people any, any people got misconceptions out here? Do you think people overlook Fat Pimp? You know? Do you think you know like? And I'm not saying like people have to bow down to you know yeah. and all this shit like that. But like far as like you know, as a city as a whole, as you know, mute, uh, uh, moving as a unit and, th and things like that. Do you do you think we need to get a little bit more knit tight on that? The first part of your question, right? The misconception I think they have with me is, is this. Number one, I don't just make club music, bro. Like, True. I, I don't even want this to come off as arrogant, bro, but I really feel like bar for bar, I can rap everybody in this city. And any nigga that feel different, they really ain't no rapper, bro. I'm one of the type of niggas, bro. Like, nigga, if a nigga walking here right now battling me, nigga, I'm on his ass, bro. I'm going to give him the same energy. I feel like I go hit for hit with anybody. I've right. done it out. And I don't really get no respect, no credit, or nothing in Dallas, bro. They they uh they mention niggas' names and shit. They always overlook my name. Right. Almost like I didn't. It never existed. Right. And and I really feel like one of these days it's gonna be too late, and I'm gonna be so far up to the point I'm be like, well, shit. I don't really care about Dallas. Uh, give me credit or not? Cause I know what I did. Nah. That's one misconception. But I also feel like Dallas do that to uh, other niggas too. They do it to a lot of people, you know, especially like Gator. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I will say this. A lot of the shit got to do with a lot of niggas' attitudes, too, because a lot of the uh, older rappers don't fuck with these young niggas. True. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these older rappers, when the young new generation came, they didn't want to fuck with them. When I came out, nobody gave me no handout. Nobody gave me no love. I couldn't call niggas and, and get favors. The only nigga ever held me down was Tum Tum. Shout out Tum. Tum Tum, that's my brother. So Shout at the end Tom. of the day, even to this day, like we got two more four boys coming out this year. We got me and Tom, me and Tom probably got over 30 records done. Man, shout out Tom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, Lil Ronnie said the same thing. He the reason why I'm, he is the, hands down, he is the reason why I'm fair pimp. He's the reason why I am who I am. Right. He's the reason why I was even able to get my grind on. Right. I owe, I owe that nigga everything. Right. He can call me right now in the middle of this interview, even though we're recording, I'm gonna answer the phone. Right, shout out. I owe him everything. Sometimes, you know what I'm talking about? For real, for real. Sometimes, and ESG. Yeah. I got shot in ESG. ESG, ESG, goddamn me shit. ESG, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I went up to Slim Thug, ESG, Slim Thug, he sunned me. ESG was just like, man, what's up, man? I told him, I said, I want to rap. He said, man, work on your freestyle. You got your freestyle, hey, all that other shit don't matter, man, because you freestyle, you gonna get everybody's attention, man. Remember that. 
Mm-hmm. I told him when I seen it, when I seen that nigga in 2011, I could have cried, bro, because I told him I said you the reason why I started perfecting my freestyle. And he looked at me and was like he don't remember the conversation. I, I, I'm I, telling him like nigga, you changed, you, like, changed nigga my life. you changed my life that day. Cause they had the uh, project it was Slint Up and ESG. Mm-hmm. And I seen that nigga, bro. Man, that was like that for a minute. I remember yeah, that too. Yeah, that was that bit was banging yeah, shit. Goddamn me. It feel good now that I'm kind of reminiscing, thinking back on uh, monumental moments in my life, bro. Right. Shout out to, shout out to like, what was the biggest moment? That, like, what, what was the biggest moment that in your life in this music that really just turned you up? Besides that, that when you were just like, damn, these motherfuckers, damn, they fucking, they fucking with the pimp. Two, it was two events, bro. It was the car show. Uh-huh. The dub one? The dub car show. The dub car. Why I knew this nigga gonna say the dub car show? That's how I know. That's how you know I fuck with the pimp. I, <laughs> I used to roll. I used to roll. Work, but niggas that know me know I used to roll. Mm-hmm. I, I roll seven days a week. Right. But for some reason, bro, I couldn't find no tabs before the dub car show, right? <laughs> so, me, Ray, my brother, I, like, when I'm Get Money came out, YG kind of split because it was like, all Ray Potters and all my, my few niggas what I ran, we was all into it. Right. But we had to perform at the car show. Right, right. So we arguing. Just imagine, we arguing. They say, hey, YG, y'all finna go on stage. We still arguing this shit back and forth. And my nigga T niggas like, man, fuck all that, bro. We didn't go do this show. Right. So we get on stage. And, um, nigga, I took my shirt off. I was, I, I don't know. I, I took my shirt off. And when I'm getting money, came on, the whole uh, uh, Dallas Convention Center was saying it, right? Right. But I kind of uh, forgot my word. I never forget my lyrics, but for whatever reason, there was so many people singing it. Right. Like, I stood up like, oh, my money, right? I was like, Ugh. I looked around like, damn, I forgot what I'm on. <laughs> and then when I heard the whole crowd singing this shit, I didn't even rap it no more. Yeah, fucking little like, rap. I said, fuck it. Yeah. Then when I heard the little, ha, ha, ha. They thought I did it for, on purpose. Right. Really, I was in that hole. I really was like starstruck. Like, oh, <laughs> bro, on my mama, bro. On my you can feel that impact. You can feel bro, it on that I thing. I swear to God, people ask me all the time, do you ever forget your words? I'm like, no, but this one time, I just forgot about this. This one time, I was like, I was still mad about us getting to it behind the stage. <laughs> and when I heard the whole crowd singing the song, yeah. I was sitting there like, damn, they know the whole words and shit. And they, I'm like, people's on their shoulders and rapping that shit, bro. And it's something about Dallas women. They they be more gangster than the niggas, man. Like, you ever like hear a Dallas song come on? Like, you ever hear Southside the Realist come on? And like, niggas be like, yeah. But the women be like, so I'm saying I'm real. They be like, this, bro. They pull me out straps and shit, man. Get that nigga, baby. You ain't gonna get that nigga shit. You be trying to go get that nigga. Fuck that nigga. Dallas women let you know when you the amazing. Yeah, right. Dallas women let you know if your shit jamming or not. Niggas ain't gonna give it to you, Rob, but the women, if they. That's how I know that I was popping because, uh, I was messing around with this chick and she called me and she was just like, you know, you a hoe. I said, I'm my hoe. She was just like, I'm in the nail shop and it's like two girls on two conversations talking about they seen you at Club Shay last night and you was looking good and you went home with this chick and this and that. I'm like, oh, I'm that nigga now. You know? like, they all in the car jamming my shit, bro. That, that's why a lot of niggas didn't like a nigga, bro, because they be with their baby mama and shit, bro. They got look, just imagine, you listen to a CD from like a bomb banger. You listen to the Big T CDs, right? 
Then he said, man, cut that shit off. So she cut the CD off, cut the radio off. Hey, the number one song in Dallas right now. Nah. <laughs> man, bro. Yeah. They're like, this motherfucker, I can't escape this nigga. <laughs> so, yeah, bro, that, 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 that's, that's really how, like, right. that's how my life used to be. Man, how you come over with the name Fat Pimp, man? Where the Fat Pimp came about, man? It was girl named April Ballard, man. I was in high school, ninth grade year, just freestyling. And she just turned around and was like, nigga, you think you a fat pimp or something? And I was like, what? Like, yo, bitch, I ain't a fat pimp. And I started freestyle banging on the table like, bitch, it's the fat pimp. You know, niggas used to be on the table. And so when everybody, when everybody started turning up, I'm like, hold it up. That's it right there. Like, you know, most rap names are nicknames the hood got given to you. You can't. You can't fake it and be like, make your shit up. Right, that's, right. That's where it came from. Like, shit, my name's Skelly. Shout out to April Fowler. I just seen her last year. Yeah, shout out, man. Yeah. You, 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 made, you made that name motherfucking infamous around this bitch. You know what I'm talking about? So, like, that's like, who was doing y'all videos back then when y'all was with Dirty Water? Because y'all had, y'all was very... The videos were looking nice, but Alpha the treatments, though, the treatments was dope. For Shout sure. out to Alpha Male Visuals. Alpha Male, that's who it was, right? Shout out to Alpha Male Visuals. Okay. He was running, he was running a video guy. Throw that ass in a circle. What happened to him? What happened to Alpha, Alpha Male? He still doing nigga, that? He, this nigga, this nigga damn the 100,000 a video now. Woo! Nigga, he did, like, he, OT Genesis, the baby, Gucci. Uh, little baby, little baby, all of them, man. Oh, all shit. Videos. Okay. I can't right. afford them right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, now y'all not. Yeah. He's up there, bro. Last time I hit him up, bro, I think the, the number I seen was probably like 30 bands, bro. Mm -hmm. And oh, shit. if you didn't think a nigga was worth it, you would, you know, you would diss him, but I was like, shit, he deserved that shit right now. I'm not paying up 30 bands for no video. Yeah, when Gucci nah. came home, he was doing that, that song that Gucci got with uh, yeah, uh, uh, Lil Baby, mm -hmm. with all the girls out there and shit. Right. He shot that one, he shot OT Genesis, Lil uh, Dick. Right. After Dirty Water, what did, what did you go after Dirty Water? KLD. King of KLD, Diamonds. and that's I was what? doing King of Diamonds, Pink Lambs, and I was doing movies. And doing the movies. 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 What, what, what movie you? <clears throat> First movie I jumped down in was Triple D movie. Okay, you shot him yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I forgot you had that. I forgot yeah, you had that. I got my role yeah. in, but you know what? <laughs> That's the thing. You know how a nigga invite you to do one thing, uh -huh. and they didn't know I was on the improv shit. Right. So they telling me, like, actually, I'm in the hole. Right, I'm, right. I'm being extra. They like, man, keep that shit going. Right. So boom, uh, Fred Hammond, shout out to him. Okay. Uh, he out reached Fred out to our manager, me and Lil Ronnie, ended up getting his uh, film that's coming out called Acquire. Okay. We shot this 2016, but it's finally just now about to push okay. out. And the thing about the black Christian community is, if they see something they like in you, they gonna introduce you to who you need to be with. Right. So I'm on the set of the choir. Right. I got introduced to this lady named Council Weller and she put me in this Lifetime movie yeah. called uh, 12 Steps. Right. It's about addiction. Right. So I'm in that. I got another film I got cash for called, um, it was initially called 45, but I think they changed it to a Soldier's Creed. I think that's the name of it now. It's on, it's on Amazon Prime right. right now. 
Big Tuck in there too. Shout out to him. Yeah, I seen yeah. that. That's a throwback. Yeah, so that, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that one was from that movie. Then I got into yeah, another movie. Yeah, I tripped movie. out when yeah. I seen that movie because yeah. I, 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 I stumbled across that one day and I was like, damn, nothing. <laughs> I said, damn, he in it like, yeah. it was like a fighting movie yeah. or some type of yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. that shit. Then I got a cast for this movie called Low Key. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the one we just did in the red carpet for while I play a karate instructor, Slash Car Sales. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so I got to dig that out. That was the first time I had the table read. Yo, had goofy. Yeah, bro. Look, I went down. I, I went with my expertise, uh-huh. and then the director was like, man, in fact, you did wonderful. I don't like this shit, though. Let's do this. And that was the first time I was just like, damn, you know, my shit ain't good enough. But I'm around a, thes- a lot of thespians, you know, right. niggas that's in the plays. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. They like, you know, they taught me how to tap into whatever right. character uh, uh, calls for. Right. And so I learned how to do that, man. That's why I'm at right man, now. That's dope, man. That's, yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, so movies like, and movies and uh, music. Yep, there you go, right yeah, there. And shit. So you like distributing that. all your own shit and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just let, I'm just letting y'all know right there. It's all about it's about money, but it's all about who you know too. Right. So you better say, hey, see, get your ass up off your motherfucking mm-hmm. YouTube. YouTube ain't. I mean, YouTube where is that and all that TikTok where is that? But it's still all about who you know in order to get there. Right. But like, okay. If you was in my shoes, cause I always right. ask this question. What would you ask yourself that I didn't? I haven't asked you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you could change something about this city, what would you change? And what would your answer be? I would tell people. Make sure I say it's the right way. I would probably say if we all came together, it would be so much more money to be made. I believe PMC said it, you know what I'm saying? Like when he first got out, you know, if these people come together on much paper we can see, but I look at Dallas Fort Worth as like a place that when you get rich, you could buy a big ass house right. for cheap. Right. When you when you really like me making millions, bro, you can build right. any kind of house you want Texas, you can have land, cattle, all that type of shit. But I don't really think people in Dallas really see how much money is here. And I don't mean just music, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you really like paid attention in uh geology and history class and they tell you what Texas is really known for. Oh. Or if, if if blacks will start getting in agriculture and fucking uh, 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 minerals and all the shit that really Texas is not tobacco. Just everything in yeah, Texas is really known for, bro. Mm-hmm. We can make so much money here. Right. I used to tell a lot of my partners that really be getting their money, that rap. I said, instead of y'all getting mad at each other, why don't y'all invest in a club together? Right. You know how much, you know how many shows you can do if you get you a venue? Mm-hmm. I can mean, get you a venue and a, and a, and a liquor license. Right. Niggas still concerts. But niggas don't see that shit. So I, right. I wish people would understand that. It's a lot of opportunity out here in Dallas, man. It's a lot of money out here. It's a lot of billionaires in, in Dallas Fort Worth. Like Texas got some of the richest neighborhoods in America. The DeSoto is one of the richest black. Lancaster what number two? And but you know what I'm saying? Got some Cedar Hill. Google this one. If you ever watch this, type in richest neighbor, neighborhoods in Texas. Fort Worth got uh number uh I think it's number four neighborhood mm-hmm. in the fault. Yeah, and the phone. You know, he, he, yeah. you know like, and that's why I tell people, it's here, bro. You don't got to go nowhere. <coughs> you can go to L.A., you can go to uh, Atlanta and New York, Chicago, bring your ass back home. Right. It's cheap to live here. 
But well, everybody had that idea. They think they had to leave her to to blow up or have a, some type of star. Because they don't understand that in the day, a lot of people emulate the stuff they see here in Texas. Right. <laughs> Every. Wait, say it again, fat. They emulate this stuff, bro. Like I really could go on and on, and it'll sound like I'm hate, bro. But I can nah, show you. Nah. I could pinpoint facts that I see from other cities, or other or other cultures. You be like, man, that shit came from Dallas, bro. Facts. Come on, man. Facts. They got shags in Miami now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin was in Dominican last last year, bro. Right. He said, bro, he FaceTime me talking about nigga got a whole shag. So I'm saying, bro, niggas used to giggle about that shit in Houston, but everywhere you go, everybody got shags, man. Mm -hmm. Come on, bro. Like, man, we, even even with what fucking that, it goes all the way back to Nemesis. People don't even know Nemesis Ooh, story. Come on, man. Like it goes all First the way back. First Oak Cliff song. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even Oak Cliff assassin. People forgot about Oak Cliff assassin. Mm -hmm. How he was fighting with Lil John over his shit, the so, crunk shit. It was our. I mean, it's like, man, Dallas, man, say, man, we got history. You know what I'm saying? This what the podcast all about. Who was first to say Versace? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Big Chief. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Nah, and he used to end Big Chief. I know Big Chief back in the day. But I'm gonna tell. Hold on, before I, man, before I get to what I want to talk about, baby, I got a story of Big Chief. I'm talking about back in the gap. I'm talking about Grass House, Big Chief. And uh, Big Chief used to have that song. Take this dick about your back, bitch. Yeah. Take this dick about your back. Nigga, I used to wear that shit out, yeah. boy. You know what I'm saying? What you say? I, okay, go on. Go, matter of fact, I want to. I, I gotta keep going. Cut it right quick. We are gonna be right yeah, back. Yeah, we you know back. what I'm talking about? Yeah, me shit. I had to take a little motherfucking break. You know what I'm saying? My nigga over there rolling up another blunt. You know what I'm saying? Get us right. You know what I'm saying? We about to get out of here in a little bit, but I gotta talk to my nigga Pimp because we honor him tonight. There's something different over here. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yes, uh, yeah, you need to go ahead. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Know, you know how we do it on lit podcast. Here you go over here. Okay, what's you? Got one? Yeah, well, all right. What's well, so, up? Anyway, let's get let's get back to this. Like, do you have? Yeah, yeah. Pour up some drink. Yeah, get some drink. Go get up in here. Shit, we getting it live. Shit, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to be disrespectful. Y'all yeah. watching my dick like Nah, that. shit. You know how we do it. My wife. I'm hungry. Yeah, well, shit. You know how we do it. Shit, it's the podcast. Shit, we lit, man. We. You know what I'm saying? We getting people right. Oh, you taking shots? Man, shot? I took a socket shot. You know what I'm talking about? We got the socket shots <coughs> going on over there. Man, here you go, right? I've been doing too much talking. I ain't been a chance to even draw my. Where you say this club came from? Um, that come from that tri uh, tribal uh, flower farm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They got some good shit. They got a different type of shit. All right, that was the question you about to ask me, bro. Like, what advice would you give? Someone who's trying to pursue the same thing that you were pursuing. I would tell them, bro, don't do this shit for play, man. Like, I hate seeing a lot of these new artists, man, just putting out songs just to, you know, just to put them out because I'm a fan of the culture, bro. Right. I feel like the culture ain't even the culture no more. Right. So I would tell people, if you're going to do this shit, bro, do this shit for the love. And let, and, and let your passion make you some money. Right. You know what I mean? I love this shit, bro. I can right. do this shit for the rest of my life. If nobody ever buy another feature for me, I'll be cool with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I done survived uh, since 2007. I, ain't, I don't got no job, bro. I, mean, I, don't, I don't sell no drugs, no none of that shit, bro. I make all my money out of music and all movies, man. And so I tell people this, man. If you're going to do this, do this shit, man. But love it. Right. Love it, man. That's it, bro. I tell them love this shit, man. Who you all work with, like in, in Dallas and outside of Dallas? I work with Big Creek, Juvenile, Waka Flocka. Uh, Damn, I ain't know you was walking. I produced all Rip Ram old shit when he first came out. Uh, yeah, bro, you can Google that shit, man. Jose the Psycho, I see you. The black, uh, the white Gucci man, all that shit about Riff Ram produced all that, man. Uh, I work with Slim Thug. 
Me and Zero got a record coming out this year. Dallas Wise, I don't work with Yellow. I don't work with C Strugs. I probably got about. R.I.P. C Strugs. Yeah, man, you the only one I seen out of the whole city. It was me and my wife at the film. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. That's my time. You know what I'm saying? And my boy Viz, you know what I'm saying? And a couple other people, but you the only one. I work with him, Ronnie. Uh, Jason Leary, everybody's popping right now. Yeah, Jason Leary. Shout out Jason Leary. Uh, yeah. Only thing I, uh, man, I did, a, I even did a record mode three when I was in LA. He sent me a record, it just never came out. Whew. Rainwater, <laughs> drop that hoe, nigga. Yeah, that's my nigga. Drop man. that bitch, yeah, man. I got, I got, I, I, real talk, I'm probably one of the few niggas that from my era that got songs with everybody. Right. Yeah, everybody. Even Spuddy Boom, he on lock. Yeah. Only one I ain't working with, I think, that I want to work with, like, oh, yeah, yo. Goyeo. I want to go Yeah, Goyeo got some nice he shit. She like that shit, bro. Yeah, he got some nice shit, man. Goyeo. Shout out Goyeo. You know what I'm saying? Two times Goyeo, you know what I'm saying? And I like all them little girls that's coming out of Dallas, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like I mean, it. shout out to all the women, I like man. All the, I don't want to name drop, but I, I name drop K Breezy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Shout out K Breezy, man. Come on, yeah. man. I, I, man, K Breezy, come on. You doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out K Bridge and shit, Miss G. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not yeah. doing your thing. Yeah, Miss G is savage. Yeah, Miss G, man, Miss G the beast. Going to you beat me with man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk like that, man. So I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. But shout out to Miss G, man. <clears throat> you know me. So like, what is your goals for the future, man? What is your next goals? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, from like five years from now, lose weight. Yeah, survive. Right. If you made it out of 2020, you can make it. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's how I feel. Right. I really want to just stay relevant. My goal at the end of the day is to stay relevant. I'm not. I don't believe I want to stay relevant. I want to stay relevant. I'ma have three to four artists that I'ma really take under my wing and I'ma start pushing. Right. Uh, five years from now, I want to be making so much residual income. My kids, kids gonna be straight. That's what my goal is: movies and music. Right. And restaurants. Ooh. Oh, what type of and cigars? Cigars, yeah. Slapwoods, man. Slapwoods coming. Yeah. Slapwoods coming, bitch. Y'all, y'all, yeah, y'all finna check them out. First rapper in Dallas, man, with his own cigar line. Slapwoods, and that's fat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This shit finna be worldwide. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas got the drinks, nigga. We got the bars over here. You know what I'm saying? So y'all give me y'all exotic <laughs> pops and all that. We gonna match them together. Yeah, we gonna match them together. You know what I'm talking Slapwoods, about? Slapwoods, man. Tobacco. Slapwoods coming, man. So, yeah. man, that's what's up. So, man, ah, damn. So, what type of restaurant you, what kind of restaurant you talking about opening up, man? Well, we actually of... just opened up one the other day called Breakfast Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit, I seen that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We, we in Arlington. Yeah, shout out Breakfast Brothers. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? You want to get advertising now? You know what I'm saying? It's understood, man. All right. Yeah, man. All right. Man, I just seen that. Okay. Anybody that's related to me or associated, me, associated with me, we gonna grind together. We gonna shine together. Right, That's what right, it is, man. Breakfast right. Brothers Family Business, Pink Lounge Family Business, King of Diamond Family Business. Right. Uh, liquor store on the way. Oh, Slap right. Woods, we got that. Mm, so, I'm trying to get this yeah, down. Socky sponsor. Slap Woods is coming, bro. No, 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 I just kept, bro. Like Slap Woods is on the way. I told you the package to be right. here this week. We thought it was here Monday. Right, right, right. But something else came, but it'll be here this week. Man, it's going down. And man. when it comes, we're gonna we gonna we gotta do like a, a slapwood session. Already, right, we're gonna have a full slapwood session. We're gonna stuff the shit out them bitches. Yeah. God damn me. Man, tell me one of your motherfucking most fucked up weed stories. Like, well, like I gotta have a weed story. Edibles, bro. See, we edibles. ain't that weed. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, edibles. It's still yeah. THC. Yeah. Shit. Me and my wife had just moved. We just moved in together, right? Okay. And uh, my cousin came from um, 
Colorado, uh-huh. he had the edible, he had a uh, like a lollipop, bro. right? Now, mind you, I don't fuck on the edibles. I don't even really like, I don't even like uh, weed as much as white wife do. But she kept telling me like, you know, take it easy on that lollipop. I'm playing Call of Duty and shit with the home in my mouth, pause. And I'm over playing at home, playing all. She keep telling me like, hey man, you be eating on that sucker too long. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, what up? So boom, but uh, Kenfo hit me. I'm in Arlington, off 360. Mm-hmm. This nigga's in 44, side outs. By the time I got from Arlington to South Dallas, they helped kick in. And I'm having an anxiety attack. Oh! Every nigga on the call, you know a lot of cluckers, right? Oh. <laughs> Every nigga on the call, I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck going on? I'm calling her, crying on the phone. Man, I, I should have took that. She said, she said, did you still eat that ever when I left? I'm like, yeah, I didn't know it was going like, fuck with my lips or nothing like that. Because, cause, like, I got the, I just made her have a lollipop on the side, and I'm playing Call of Duty, bro. Right. And an hour go by, another hour go by, and by the time I said I got to South Dallas, I cried from South Dallas all the way to Arlington. Boy, you know how many tears that is, nigga. Shit, nigga, that's a lot of tears. Nigga, it took me a whole hour to get it from side hours, bro. Damn. All the way to Arlington. Because you know why? When you got uh, anxiety issues, bro, yeah. and you on an edible. It's slow. Like every car that go bombing, like, huh, slow, 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 and I'm, I'm talking about, nigga, I, I cut the air so cold, nigga, she come in the house, she knew I was fucked up. Well, you know when, you know when, you know when niggas say he cut the air on 60 and came about that shirt. <laughs> look, she came home, I was so happy, bro. Nigga, look, I swear to God, even, even to this day, bro, that was 2016, back in 17. I took one edible after that, same shit happened again, bro. And I told her, that hoe was not for me, bro. Nah, man, I done took shrooms, uh, eggs, pills. Nigga, but the edibles? Nah, no sir. No, the ones. I'm not fucking with it. Yeah, I'm talking about it. Say, hey, yeah, so, so, so when you be getting fucked up and you get high and shit, you be eating your kids' snacks? Oh, nigga, look, the worst thing is, bro, see, I had this shit bad. It's like, maybe like one, two, I come in the house fucked up. Uh-huh. I go fuck with the cereal, bro, and eat the cereal, put a hand on the cereal and shit. And then, like, you know, you know, like when kids start pouring cereal, like, damn, I know I have my lucky charm on this, or on cocoa puffs, or cinnamon toast, and this. I be eating all them hoes, bro. And then we got, see, we keep them fruit snacks in our house, bro. Yeah. Oh, we get the big box. Well, yeah. So what is like what is like man and we about to get ready to get up out of here but man I'm, I'm having fun man I'm yeah. gonna get up out of here but like what is like juggling music movies and then the family it's fun, bro. It's fun. I think the one thing that I that I'm this is my affirmation for this year is to really just be back on the road safely. You know, of course, like safe wise, wherever we can go. I just want to get back on the road, bro, because I want my ten year old to be able to say my daddy's still relevant. Right. Even before I was born, I'm still relevant. I want my two year old by the time he moving the groove to know that his daddy is somebody that's relevant. I don't want my kids feeling like they pops or has been. You right. know what I mean? Right. So it's easy to judge. I let my uh my baby, my my youngest baby, man, he he been in the studio with me every day. When I'm at home recording, right. I have him in there with me. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't put no headphones on. I don't know. I let my kids be with me. Man. My oldest, 
video shoot. Had him in the, uh, with me and Ricochet, TKs, and Poopalero the other day. Man, shout out Ricochet, man. Uh, now, I'm glad you said Ricochet name, man. That's another one that been yeah. stepped on, man. Man, I want to give shout out Ricochet, man. Uh, yeah. It's easy, bro. Plain Jane. Yeah, Plain Jane. That's my brother. Right. Shout my dog, mm -hmm. Cuz. Talk about Like, how many shrubs talk? Right. Same with me and Rico. Right, man. Shout out Ricochet, man. And my nigga mama, be cold. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Niggas want to know that they don't, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mama, be cold. coming home today. Ain't that's I just want to tell y'all, man, y'all survive 2020. Y'all keep y'all head up, eat right, do right, man. And look, I know a lot of the, the newer generation don't really be, believe in like reciprocation. Right. But I believe in that. I'm the principles, man. If I do something for you, man, do the same thing in return. Right. right. It's a lot of people I help get record deals. A lot of people I help get radio connects and right. put them in, in in places and they slap my hand. Right. So what I want to tell this new generation is. If somebody do something for you, man, do that shit back for him, man. Right, sure two times. Man, who you always, always wanted to work with that you never got a chance with to work with? You got to pick three people. Pimp C, R. Kelly, and uh, the last person. Ooh, see, I, I have my two already, R. Yeah. Kelly and Pimp C. But, uh, R. Kelly and Pimp C. My last one that I have. All right, Pete. Do that to be, uh, can it be somebody new or got to be somebody like just whatever you feel? Always. Um, I'm feeling Ari. Y'all know who Ari is, R&B nah, singer? Uh -huh. Man, this man, she, she probably want to call the R&B chicks right now. She signed to J. Cole. Okay. All right. yeah, I want to work with her. Shout out Ari. You know what I'm, I'm talking a, I really ain't never asked um, Jay Mike. Pimp C and Timberland. Already I'm like infatuated with Pimp anything that R. Kelly PMC do, man. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a UGK baby, man. Maybe I cried when Pimp died. Yeah. I remember when mm -hmm. I first met Pimp. Uh, we just had a, just yeah. a podcast last night with Shice House and just told us that yeah. Pimp father uh, just uh, passed away. No. Yeah. yeah. Man, see, Mama Pimp was like, she was she was so silent, bro. Yeah. I remember hugging mm -hmm. her. I remember the last time I hugged her was in Dallas. It was at a music conference, man. I, last time I heard, I remember last time I seen the pimp. But them some people that I, I love their family. I love Bun too. Yeah. But uh, mm -hmm. him, R. Kelly, you know, man, them, them my like, they, they everything to me in my uh, in my music career. Well, man, like I say in my podcast, man, like we want to say, man, we love you, Fat Pimp. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you coming from out here, man. Yeah. Man, we're going to connect, you know what I'm saying? And like I say, man, don't ever, 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 ever look at the fucking messenger. I always listen to the message. You know what I'm saying? What they said, get your lights and stay lit. Bitch!